now sounds like a good time to ask uh, yep. my question from a little bit oh, yeah, earlier. Let's go. What's the one uh, story you're looking forward to most next year? Man. I I personally, at least yeah. on my end, um, I'm I'm gonna say the the Steph story. That's really mm-hmm. it. Like uh, it's uh basically the gist of it is that the the Warriors this year ended up being the Patriots of 2007. Absolutely. They ended up achieving the yeah. greatest regular season record of all time. They ended up getting to the very final like moment of basically being able to like take the championship and cement it all for themselves as being considered publicly as the greatest team of all time, mm-hmm. and it ended up falling flat. Like they, they just ended, they ended up coming up short. So in seeing, I thought like especially uh, in my take with Steph, I thought he got lost in the sauce this year, like heavy. Like I think he, I think he like legitimately like got to that point where it was just like, all right, well, this stuff basically comes easy because of how it happened in 2015. And they went against a truly hobbled Cleveland Cavaliers team. And Absolutely. to tell the truth, like I think that the Cavs could have honestly have beaten them last year because yeah. the Warriors would have been yeah. so inexperienced and not ready for that moment that they might've got caught up. But because there were so many breaks that they had in that series, because LeBron was gassed because LeBron was basically playing with players that he's not used to playing like that many minutes with. So, and they don't have that kind of chemistry that they were able to get the upper hand on. So that was more of a reason why I expected them to come into this year, more battle tested and ready to go more war ready, but they got caught up in it. And I, uh, I've told Abbasi this before, but like the moment where I really stopped really rocking with the team was when I heard comments like from Draymond Green saying that like, Oh, we're, we're bored with the regular season. Like we're ready for the, uh, for the postseason. And this is before they had achieved the record for the most regular seasons of all time. And they basically made it clear that they were trying to do this now. And so when you have that mentality of like, all right, let's just go on to the next thing. And you're already bypassing what's already going on beforehand. Then it's like your, your concentration isn't completely there. So from there it kind of happened. And then even seeing how play uh, playing stuff was happening and like basically kind of them getting out of pocket on how they were acting and basically being like, uh, I've even brought up like the whole flexing thing that like Steph did where he fell on the ground flex and then he was like, Oh, they didn't see me. So when he got up, he flexed right in front of dude again. It's like so many different things that are out of character for these guys that they were doing. And it was just like, nah, man, like y'all got to y'all's point, just basically being locked in and just going hard. And so I'm really intrigued, especially with Steph being that offensive leader of this team and being that main catalyst that basically gets them going and like makes that difference and gets them up. Even though I think Draymond's a heart and soul of this team, but Steph is that talent that like he's able to make that kind of difference. Like they probably, this team probably wins like 50 games this year, 55 games this year, maybe without Steph, like maximum. So like, no, seriously, because it's a different momentum on how they do stuff. And Steph probably made that much of a difference because of how much spacing you can get. I think they would win less, Chief. Oh, you, okay. So you're even giving, I'm even giving them credit then based on what yeah, y'all are saying. Yeah, I, okay. think they were yeah. Yeah, I, I still think the talent is there, honestly, to still win 55, 50 games because I think Clay's a beast and I think Draymond's a really good player too. And they have a really solid core team around them. But like, yeah, like Steph makes that much of a difference. So I want to see him basically just come out and show out next year and just be like, hey, it's a chip or nothing. That's what I want from him. So that's, that's my main narrative. What about y'all? Um, all right. Um, I think mine is going to be, I mean, after this, I probably didn't have an answer before this draft day, but, uh, it's gotta be OKC. Mm. Oh, dude, um, nice. Because I, my thunder. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Cause as y'all know, and I've written for red nation hoops.com quick plug. Good uh, plug. 
I wrote that I that like I think it's obvious Kevin Durant signing a one plus one. Yeah. To mm-hmm. stay in OKC and to be a free agent again next year and get even more paid. Like, if he signs a five-year deal next year, that's two hundred and I don't know. It's over two hundred million. Either way, two hundred five. Two hundred five. Either way, he's making two hundred million in the next five years. Um, even if next year he decides to go to a different team, it's going to be four years, like one seventy or something like something crazy like that. So I think he's staying because basketball reasons. Is, he's citing as his primary, uh, re, uh, his primary like strategy in terms of what he's going to do this summer. But uh, if he's looking at basketball reasons, I mean, the, the Thunder should have beat the Warriors live flat out. They mm-hmm. should have. They, yeah, they, they did what they did all season. They blew a fourth quarter lead. That's what they did all That's season. So true. So for basketball reasons, I mean, he still and he can still play with his best friend Russell Westbrook. Um. <laughs> And, I mean, OKC did trade away his other best friend, Serge Ibaka, today. Man. But they they brought in Ursan Ilyasova, who Blade knows from DraftKings experiences, is a, good, is a good player. He can control <laughs> glass. He can hit some threes. And uh, Victor Oladipo, I mean, I think the sky's the limit for that guy. True. I, th- I think he's still so raw. He's got a ton of talent. And we mentioned it earlier, maybe off podcast, but he's better. He's the better Dion Waiters. Dion Waiters, exactly. So... <laughs> You can't go. You can't go wrong with that. I mean, and also if you're thinking about like shooting guards, like is he not better than Andre Roberson or whoever they're starting at two? Because hey, Roberson can hit wide open threes. <laughs> he can only do. He can only do it in the first couple rounds of the playoffs, apparently. But, he can do it. Uh, but yeah, so I think it was a great move for OKC, and I think KD is going to look at that and say, okay, they just got better. They're trying to improve the team. They're and he's going to stay – I think he's going to stay the year anyway, so let's see how they can respond because I didn't think they had it in them to win a championship, even with two of the top five players. Mm-hmm. But now I do because now Steven Adams is a boss. Like He really is. And their role players are stepping up. Like Deion Waiters wasn't a complete clown. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he kind of is, but he's <laughs> – he, he, he made a one. lot of <laughs> – He's he's the worst J.R. Smith. You know what I mean. Like, <laughs> he he uh, made a lot of smart plays though for them in the playoffs. There were there were certain points that like during games, especially like during the uh, whether it was I think he got it really more under control during the the series against the Mavs. But at least like during the Spurs series and the uh, the Warriors series, where it was like these are points where I'd be like, oh, Dion's about to pull up and try shooting a three right now, and he'd be like, <laughs> oh, pass. All right, cool. Like kind of move the ball around a little bit more. So I'm giving him his credit, Dion. Dion put on this year, like it. Shout out to him, y'all. I know we, I know like traditionally, like he gets dogged on a lot and all that stuff, though. But I think he's gonna come back strong next year too. Yeah, and I mean one one thing that people forget is it was Billy Donovan's first year right. as an NBA coach. <laughs> one thing that gets under undersold a little bit is uh, continuity. Continuity matters in the NBA. You have the same coaching staff, you have the same core group. That's gonna matter, and I think. Uh, I think Donovan's only going to get better, so I think, I think they're going to be a much better team, which is kind of surprising considering mm-hmm. how good they were this year. But, I think that's uh, such an ironic Blade, statement. I, I because... Blade, I don't want to talk about OKC, so Blade, what do you have to say? Well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm going a different direction. Oh, go different. You already took the OKC route, so um, of course, if, if I was the first person to go, I would have said, "Hey, Cleveland." Um, <laughs> but I would have spared y'all that. And then I would have got OKC, but of course, George went OKC. So I'm going to go Minnesota. 
I feel like Bossy was going there too. The reason I've been so interested in Minnesota is because of like I mean that that is the that is the reason. Um halfway through the season I saw how dominant Cat was and Beast. and that looked at their roster and uh, I really looked at it and I'm like, man, they have like a lot of young guys and not just young guys but really talented guys. Um and I mean Levine can do more than just dunk. Uh of course of, of course his athleticism is his forte. But uh you have you have Wiggins, you have Levine uh, you have Cat, and then now you have Chris Dunn, who they just drafted tonight. Ooh, uh, that, means, that means Rubio's gone. Rubio, Rubio's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. Did you have fuck it, Ricky Rubio? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that that might not be that bad for y'all. Bro. That'd be pretty good. Yeah. Um. So so you got all this young talent, and I really want to see how they develop. And they're they're in a tough conference. Obviously, um, they're in the Western Conference, um, so they're going to have challenges, but. Really, if you look at all the teams in the Western Conference, um, and they, I think they have the highest ceiling of the non-contenders. If you if you take out the obvious, you, know, you take out Golden State, OKC, San Antonio, LA. Um, I really want to put Houston in there, but I don't think I can right now. Um, if if you take out the obvious, uh, Minnesota, I think is the most intriguing uh, team right now, and I, I'm going to follow them all season. One because Cat uh, is, I mean, he's a freak. I yeah, mean, man. he can he can do he can do so much. Uh, he's athletic. He he can literally he can literally take you to the hole if he wants. He's not going to cross you over too much. I mean, we we've seen some lines that, that he's crossing players over, but but really he's not going to cross you over. But he can, he can take you to the hole. He can defend on the perimeter, and he's uh, he's just a freak athlete. And then, of course, you have Wiggins and you have Levine, who are also great athletes. And now you got Chris Dunn, who can do a lot. So I want to see what Mini does. And on top of that, they got Tibbs. They got Tibbs as a head coach now. And that boy's going to push push him to the max. So So I will just continue on that since Blake (laughs) kind of snaked me. It's no secret if you ask Chi, I have a huge crush on the – Minnesota Timberwolves young talent. Yep, yep. I'm looking for them to win over 39 and a half games next year, really take a step forward and push to be around 500, if not over 500. I think getting Tibbs was a phenomenal hire. I'm really excited about that. But uh, since you already talked about the Wolves, I guess I'll have to talk about my Knicks. Hey. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So we acquired Derrick Rose. <laughs> we didn't give up a lot for him. So that's good. But <laughs> it's just not very I good. I don't see this as, like, honestly, just develop Chris Stops. We <laughs> should have sucked more this year. We have a first rounder next year, I believe. Like, let's just keep building through the draft. We'll see. Like, I wish the best for Derrick. He's wearing 25, maybe. Maybe he can find his old MVP form and we can get in like a five or four seed and uh, maybe go to like the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> but I mean, there's not really much there yet. We still need to, we need big free agents and we haven't been able to land them kind of like Dallas. Mm. Oh, 
Hey, hey, KD's oh. still out there though, right? Guilty as charged. Uh, he's though. going back to OKC. Like I 100 percent agree with Joel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you. I'm with you. KD, KD resigned. It's like no, no, it, he's coming to Dallas, y'all. Come on a, now. He's going to be able to get the super max next year because he'll have. Uh, I think it'll be his tenth year, right? Yeah. yeah. So he'll be able to get the like the crazy one. Yeah, 35 percent of the cap, and the cap's going to be up even higher than it's going to be this summer. Yep. Yeah, what is it going up to? Like 114, I thought I saw. In t- next year, yeah. This year is supposed to be 94, so I think next year they said another 20 million. Yeah. Um, so that's my one thing. I'm I'm really looking forward to following the Wolves. Um, I get a NBA League Pass. I've gotten it for the last two years, and I uh, the Wolves and the Kings are two of the crappiest teams in the league that I watch consistently. <laughs> Man. The Kings make sense because you never know what Boogie's gonna do. True, That's... and I'm a huge Boogie fan. I love him. I love Boogie, Dude is so talented. Shout out to Boogie. Best center in the league. I'm not sure why DeAndre was first team All NBA this year. Because he's he's Demarcus Cousins, and he already has a bad stigma in the league. Like they're not gonna give him anything. What he can go out there and put out 30 and 10, and they'll probably be like, Nah, man. Like go 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 home. Get second team. He didn't. I don't think he made a single NBA team this year. None. Not, not a single one. Yeah, I don't think so. I thought, I thought he got a second team. Are you sure? Right? I thought he did too. Here, I'm looking it up right now. I, I want to add. I was gonna before I decided on OKC. I actually thought about talking about the Wolves too. <laughs> <laughs> and, and but here's why: because before the draft started, number the number five pick and Zach Levine were offered for Jimmy Butler, and it sounded like it was gonna get, like it sounded pretty like it was pretty close to happening. So if the Wolves had gotten Jimmy Butler. I would have been all in on that. My cool. sources were saying that they didn't offer Zach Levine. They were like yeah. anybody but Levine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I from from, uh, from Wadge, Wadge said that uh, many offered Rubio and not Levine, mm-hmm. and that's the reason it didn't get done because Chicago wanted Levine. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Chicago wanted Levine, and they weren't they weren't going to have that. But uh, that's tough. I mean, I think. Jimmy Butler's good, man. I think I would have done it if I was the Wolves. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. And I like Levine, but, dude, you get J- – Jimmy Butler's a boss when he's healthy. But, I mean, if you look at their situation now, to, to get rid of Rubio – because they're going to get rid of Rubio. Yeah. Yeah. So to get rid of Rubio and, and, and bring Chris Dunn in, I mean, it's kind of hard to – I mean, it's kind you, you obviously see where they're going. They, yeah, they, yeah, they believe in their their nucleus, their young nucleus. But their yeah, nucleus. and I, 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 yeah, and I agree with that. It's like if you bring in Jimmy Butler, you're thrusting these guys into, you know what I mean? Maybe the playoffs immediately. Like it, maybe it's a little too much to handle that soon. Quick side note: Demarcus, uh, second team All NBA. Oh, okay. Okay, that's good. That's good. So at least they didn't shortchange him completely. I thought they were gonna like just be like, "Oh no, no, we're not putting Boog on this list at all." Like he should have gotten first over DeAndre. But... Oh yeah, he should have. I agree. Was he was he the second team all uh, All NBA second team center? Yes, sir. Oh, okay, man, that's should have been first team, but they weren't gonna give him any love because they had an under like a deeply under five hundred record, and he already has a bad like people in media yeah, don't really rock with the like it's that. Individual. It sounds that sounds a little like uh is that a James Harden stigma? <laughs> I, I mean I mean I'm a Rockets fan, y'all know this, but I mean James Harden You mean you know, Mr. Two thousand fifteen NBA MVP, James Harden? Yeah, I mean or, he did hey, have, player's uh, choice, baby. Player's choice. Player's choice. I mean 
he also just, you know, in 2015, 2016, he had a season that only three other people have had. Maybe you've heard of him. I don't know. Oscar Robertson. Oh, my goodness. LeBron James. Don't say it. Michael Jordan. <laughs> only, only three other people have had, have averaged 29, almost 30 points a game. Uh, what was it? Seven assists and six rebounds. Ooh, and he hit that step back jumper against Golden State in the playoffs. Though. And he was left off all, every single All NBA team. Make one? Are you serious? He didn't make third team. Yeah, I, that I'll, was I'll who got that. I'll say there that is third team shooting guard. I don't, I don't remember, but it doesn't matter. That's bad. Also, Boogie averaged twenty-seven and twelve. Basically, near near like if we're really gonna just like give him the thirty and ten, basically, yeah. So uh, yeah, and I get it, you know, you reward winning, but uh, if you watch those teams, like James Harden and Boogie, like what do they have around them? Yeah, true. They should team up. (laughs) I would. I mean, it would be they would never win a championship, and they might like like fight each other. That's what I was. (laughs) But that'd be fun. Like, that'd be entertaining. Especially with Rondo, D'Antoni at the Rondo helm. Rondo has to be on that team, too, though. Yes, oh, no. Rondo, Rondo run <laughs> Oh, Rajon Rondo. No, Rondo. Oh, gosh. <laughs> By the way, I was going to point out two things just uh, really quickly. One, yes, Kevin Kevin Durant is coming to the Mavericks. Uh, he's coming to a – he's, he's going to be putting in work over here. Just let that be known. He's opting out so he can do that stuff. Shout out. You mispronounced, uh, you mispronounced Dwight Howard for $130 million. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, we could, we could probably rock with that anyway, though, too, because we have the cap space maybe to do that. Well, nope, nope, we can't do that because we have Wes Matthews. But yeah, no, still. you have the cap space, too, but – and then I was gonna point out, I was gonna point out to your stuff about um, basically these young coaches and stuff. It's funny that we're saying that ironically because literally the past two NBA champions have been rookie coaches. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Tyron Lue, Snake, David Black. Man, <laughs> hey, a, hey, but Cavs do not win this year with David Black. Exactly. Yeah, yeah I agree. They, they don't. Yeah, because yeah, once uh, LeBron became the head coach, they really started pushing the ball a little bit more. <laughs> let's let's get this straight. LeBron bid head coach. <laughs> let's just be honest. True. He was head coach he, for the yeah, past two he, years. He, ever since he wrote that letter in Sports Illustrated, <laughs> he was coach player. They had a handshake agreement behind closed doors, guys. Let's be honest. 100%. 100%. <laughs> and you knew it. It was like confirmed in the Chicago series last year when David Blatt, with three seconds left, uh, drew up a play for LeBron to inbound the ball, and yeah. LeBron scratched it. <laughs> Goodness. And said, no, I'm going to take the shot and drain that. Drain that and he actually made one. Wow. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Who hit the game winner in game seven? Kyrie Irving. Kyrie. But who had the block, though? Hey, that's right. Hey, I mean, in all honesty, you watch, you watch that block. Watch that block. I've watched that replay about 20 times, and I don't, I really still don't know how Braun got to it. He was, he was so behind that play. Yeah. He got, he got from half court to the block in like no, like two seconds. 
Ooh, George watched that sports science though. No, I did not. I watched that. I watched that play a lot. <laughs> no, they, they did the sports science on that, and I was like, "Oh my god, stop!" No, I was happy they did the sports science on it, man. Like I was like, "All right, I like this breakdown." I I don't like sports science. <laughs> I don't. LeBron don't, James they, runs as fast Harvard, as two gazelles while they're trying to mate with another person. <laughs> like stuff like about, random stuff like that. Arbitrary stuff on there, like some random stuff. And it's like, <laughs> this really doesn't translate here, but I can see how if I'm not a huge basketball fan, I would like what you're saying right now, but I don't. <laughs> I think it's just interesting. Shout out to Breckis. Breckis. <laughs> <laughs> So, so what are you guys thinking about the NBA draft? I uh, I was really looking forward to the Celtics and oh, hopefully seeing some crazy trade. You got yeah, They get a they get a crying Jordan meme all over them, right? Legit. If the Cavs had lost to if they lost the NBA, I'm gonna find one right now on Twitter. I guarantee someone's done it. Oh, for definitely. I, they had what like seven or eight picks in this draft. Eight. Yeah, three in the first round, I believe. Yeah, three in the, three first. In the first. Yeah. I mean, the whole goal of stockpiling these picks was to, you know, trade them, package them for Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, anyone. Even Blake Griffin was rumored at one point. They had to draft at least five guys. I stopped watching in the second round, but they had to draft at least Ooh. five. And, and then the guy they took at number three, I was just like, who is this? <laughs> Yeah, they reached at number three. It's like, man. Hey, like, George, George, I got uh, the Rockets signed Gary Payton the second. Hey. A three-year three deal. The glove. No, he's like, I don't <laughs> even know. Not a retirement? The glove is. <laughs> is, he a, is he a mitten, maybe? Yeah, right, the mitten. <laughs> Damn it. Shout out to the Beavers. I don't know. I mean. I don't know. I don't. I don't watch college ball like at all, so I don't know who's good or who's not until they play summer league. I saw him jam on someone. He was on. He played at Oregon State, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him jam on someone in Pac-12 play, but I wasn't like, "Oh my God, the high flyer GP2." Can't wait to get this guy <laughs> late round. Um, I was just. I was really disappointed in the Celtics. I thought there was going to be something cool happen. This draft was kind of weak. Yeah, I mean, I I guess yeah. I'll I'll watch summer league and see what Ingram and um, Simmons do, and Yo, my boy Brandon Chris Ingram's going to be a star, dude. Let's go. But Seriously. other than, other than that, like it was just kind of just a meh draft for me. Yeah, I don't know what we all thinking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's basically what it was because we already knew what for the past few days whenever Ben Simmons actually decided to go and do a workout for a team and he went and worked out for the Sixers that they were they already told him they were going to take him. And yeah. so you already know that if they're going to take him, then automatically Ingram's going number two. And so basically it was all right, all like suspense from there. But then it just ended up being like, uh, kind of just died down after that pretty much. Like at least when I started catching up on it and like keeping tabs on it, I was just kind of like, there were no real surprise picks. There were no real like breakout star players. I know uh, Buddy Heald ended up going to the Pelicans. Trades. What's up? There weren't even any crazy trades. Yeah, that's and I, that's what I was gonna say was that I'm pretty sure like if the Cavs had lost the NBA Finals, I wouldn't be surprised if Kevin Love were probably a Celtic right now. But because that they won it and they're gonna try holding that team together, clearly 
Like, there's no reason to do it. And, like, with free agency looming, there's going to be a bunch of people that they're probably just going to be like, let's see, test the market, and then just kind of try and pick up people. So, yeah, there were no big splashes on it. But how, how do you all feel about Ben Simmons? Um, A lot of people compare him to LeBron just because he's a big guy who can pass. But I've seen this dude I, – I, unlike George, I love college ball. Like, George hates the timeout. <laughs> like, we've had this conversation a, a terrible bunch product. of time. That's all I'll say. So, and I'm a huge college sports guy. Um, but Ben Simmons never really excited me. And I watched that one game where he had, like, 45, 15, and 5. And I was just like, yeah, he's bigger than everyone else, and he's got skills. But I just don't feel like he's going to do well in Philly. Not because, well, one, I don't think he's that amazing of a prospect. And if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll eat my words. But two, I just think Philly is a dysfunctional franchise. Mm -hmm. So those two things coupled together, I don't see how he's successful. I was looking for my man Jaleel to get traded because I'm a huge Jaleel Mm. Okafor fan. I wanted the Knicks to get Jaleel, but they got Chris Stops and that worked out. Phil actually got that one right, it looks like. <laughs> but we'll we'll see. Um Ben Simmons, we'll we'll see. Like the jury's still out, you know. Yeah. He's from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> he's got he's got that going for him. Yeah. Nah, I, I was I was on Ben Simmons from the job. Yeah. I mean I mean, he. I mean, the comparisons to LeBron are kind of ridiculous. Kind of like any comparison to any great player is, is kind of ridiculous, especially especially if you're that young. But um, I thought Ben Simmons deserved the first pick. I would have took him off of pure athleticism, and I mean, dude, six ten, has decent handles for a six ten guy, and of course he passed. He doesn't have a jumper. Everyone knows. <laughs> Everyone knows that, but uh, I mean, it, it's a three-point league. You can argue, um, but you can also win. you can also win without having a, a pure jumper. And you can see you can see that you don't have to be the best player on the team and have a jumper. You can have people around you who kind of specialize in that. So, so I'm on I'm on, I'm on the Ben Simmons train. Yeah, I feel you. I I think. Um... I've come over a lot on Ben Simmons before because I've seen little things here and there that kind of make me a little fretful about like just uh, what kind of player he was and like what kind of attitude he's going to have as he heads into the league. But the talent's definitely there. I think he's going to be a superstar in his own right. I don't know how successful he's going to be from the beginning, really, uh, like within a team aspect because, yeah, like Bossy brought it up. Yeah, he's not really going to have – it, it's what they have going for them. It's cool that they have the Colangelo's there and stuff and kind of at least looking and seeing what they can try doing and salvaging out of that crew. But at the same time, it's like they don't really have much to work with right now. And it seems like they're going to be rebuilding for a long time. So because of the drafting, even like at least the Celtics, like they at least have picks. So even if they get it wrong, at least they might find something that can work a little bit there. But yeah, with the Sixers, I'm just kind of like, all right, we'll we'll see what happens. But I think Ben Simmons, in in his own right, will probably be a really good player, and I wouldn't be surprised if they still don't have it together and he just decides to test free agency after his contract's up, straight up. So uh, it, it hopefully they do get it together because it would be good to see Philly at least get back on the map because that just historic team that they are. But 
Yeah, man. I will I, say, how many get out games do you think? Uh, one word answer, quick lightning round. How many <laughs> games do you think Philly wins next year? Ooh. Ooh. 17. 23. 21. 25. Hmm. Ooh. Ooh. That's a nice little range, though. She brought this up about uh, maybe him leaving uh, after his contract's up or whatever. If you're a Philly, like, you know, first top three draft pick, like the last few guys have been, Jalil Okafor. Nerland. Joel Embiid, Nerland's Noel, those guys. Joel Embiid, Twitter why master. Wouldn't you, why wouldn't you? I mean, you would off. I mean, you would take the immediate offer of the rookie deal, which is whatever, you know, yeah. $5 million a year or whatever it is, for three years or four years. But I think it's two, and then they have you under control for two more, a team option for two. Gotcha. Okay. But it's something like it's something like five a year. Yeah. 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 Um, what if? Remember, KJ McDaniel's did this. He bet on himself. What if someone like like a Ben Simmons bet on himself? He did just one year. One year, two two to five million, and then just tested free agency next summer. Let's say he plays well. Let's say he doesn't get hurt. That's why you wouldn't do it, right? That's why it's a bet. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't think a team next year would give him four years, forty million, or something like that? Four years, fifty million. Especially under next year's salary cap. Yeah. Exactly. Get paid. I'm I'm a little surprised it doesn't happen more, especially when it comes to these Philly picks. Is you just brought up KJ McDaniel's, but is it like the NFL where like you're slotted? Like there's the That's what I was gonna say. I think that because he's a rookie, he probably wouldn't be able to earn that much anyway. And I mean I'm sure he could work out something in his deal where if he really wanted to do like a two year with an option though, but I don't know if Philly would actually do it just because he's basically handcuffed to them. Like they can take him and then he right. just sits out yeah. pretty much. So it'd have to probably just run through like those first four years and then he'd have to test it and then bet on himself. But even then, depending on how the cap is, like if they went off today's cap with it, he'd probably only be able to earn like 15 to 17 million dollars max after four years like if he decided like if he decided like i'm gonna walk and just kind of do it then it'd probably be like a i don't know like a four-year 68 million dollar deal or like a five-year 85 like something at least around that like 17 mil range i don't know like say like in that in that range though so um but i do agree like i um it would it would be so risky to take a chance on something like that because just injury stuff and you just coming in so raw and like not very tested like the the best that I feel like Ben could do this year would that he would be he'd probably put up somewhere around twenty points a game average uh, around double digit wow, rebounds that's a lot of points I know yeah, I know exactly but I said I said best case scenario that's what I'm saying like the best case scenario like that's what I'm saying if he ever decided to work it out like the best he could probably do is like average like somewhere between 17 to 20 points a game, average double-digit blocks, and probably average, like, five assists, that kind of thing, because the team would allow for him to do something like that, maybe. But even then, like, that's high up in, like, that'd be super, super, like, yeah, precipice of superstar stuff. Yeah, because a couple stuff. rookies have done the 25 and 5. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's what, like, I mean, I think I think later on in his career, clearly he has a potential to do that, but he's not going to come out the gate doing something like that. But that's what I'm saying. Like best case scenario, something like that happens, right? Yeah. So even not, not with Jalil and Erlins, yeah. You be you'd Dude, be surprised though. Like one, I mean, one or two of those guys are getting traded. We like, so, oh, but we haven't we haven't seen it yet. So I mean, 
I, I agree with you. I, I think they one of them will, but we'll see. I think I think Nerlens is out because that's that's kind of what I'm. He probably, he probably has the most trade value of the two, but uh, I think even Houston gauged some interest about Nerlens Noel today. So if Houston did it, that means a lot of other teams did. Yeah. Dang, but what would so, they do? I, I, that, I heard Boston was trying to get him in a package. Boston too, yeah. Um, what would they do, I guess, in that case of having Embiid? These picks. If they have Embiid and Okafor, then you have Embiid, someone who still plays solid defense, right? But he's pretty injury prone. He's kind of shown it a little bit now. And then you have Okafor, who just doesn't like playing defense. Like, and then they still got that Spanish dude who's coming over in a couple years. He's never come drafted. <laughs> never come. <laughs> da- uh, Dario Saric. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Never come. So, <laughs> he's never come. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see what happens with that, but yeah, the the Sixers have so much ground to catch up on, and like, and especially like being in the Eastern Conference and like trying to at least come from there and like doing it, and it's still like, yeah, they're probably in for bad. That's why I went with seventeen. Was I was like, that's that's I don't see them doing much better than this past year. Like they le- they almost tied the the single season losing record. They only got like one game better, and I'm sure that was like a pride thing where they were just like, yeah, we're not gonna be we're not gonna hold this record type thing. But then it's just like I don't see them doing much better. Like it's that's really it depends on like if Embiid comes back and uh, and they can uh, I don't I don't even know who their coach is now. Uh, it's because I, I don't think Brett Brown's Dude, their coach anymore. He's won ten games this year. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't I don't know exactly. It's just I don't I don't see very much upside this year. Like it's gonna be like I think their coach is Brett Brown. Are you are you sure yeah. he hasn't been fired? No, it's it's still I know Brett I'm not. Okay. All right. They got rid of Sam Hinkie, but it's still Brett Brown the coach. Okay. Yeah, so like I'm not sure. I don't know what Brent Brown's gonna do with this crew because it depends on if they can come back healthy. It depends on if they have like a main core, like all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the Sixers sucked more <laughs> than the Warriors were good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just looked at this. I didn't know they only won 10 games. Yep. Like, I'm like, damn, I picked them to win 21. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no way. They haven't done enough in this offseason yet. At all. Here's a, here's a quick little uh, anecdote that I think you guys might like, and I like it. Uh, since we're all Longhorns here, Hope University cool. of Texas represent, um, the Rockets have agreed to a partially guarantee, guaranteed deal with None other than Swaggy T. Hey, young Isaiah. Hey. Good for him. Let's go. <laughs> Can I take back my one thing I'm looking forward to next year? <laughs> <laughs> and by next year, you mean like next month, right? Like when Swaggy T is playing the summer league? Yes. <laughs> Lunches. We might have to make a. We might have to make a Vegas trip to go catch the summer league. Dude, I'm due for one. <laughs> I need to start trying to catch up on you, man. I'm due I, for Isaiah one. Taylor's our excuse to go to Vegas. Yes. <laughs> like I'm more committed than I've ever been. Now. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'm, you know, all hopes, all hopes to Swaggy T being a good, uh, viable NBA player, man. I loved his game in college. I don't think he's a viable NBA NBA player, but yeah. is he a junior? Know. Was he a junior, I guess? Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was. Okay. Undrafted, so you know, he's got he's got an uphill battle, but hopefully he hopefully he can uh impress some folks in summer league. 
Yeah. yeah, I think the potential is there. Honestly, like I, I think he can mold himself into it, but it's gonna, like you said, it's gonna be a process. Like with him, the offensive game I think is there, but he's gonna have to play with a lot more controlled because he's not gonna be asked to be scored as much. He's gonna have to work on his assist game. He's definitely gonna have to work on the defense. But I think at least Shaka being here for one year and kind of really getting that into the guys' heads, uh, really at least got him. I'm sure into that mode of like knowing exactly how to hustle and how to move around. So hopefully, hopefully he keeps that instilled. I'll say that. Man, I I I kind of wish he would have stayed for another year. Oh, me too. I agree. I mean, yeah. I, I I maybe he had some some family issues and that was the route he had to take. Yeah, but if I mean if that wasn't the issue, I, I really wish he would have stayed with Shaka, especially with Shaka. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love Shaka. If Rick Barnes was still here, of course, like go get that money, youngin. No, yeah, no, yeah, no. But, he probably would have been drafted higher, low key. Rick Barnes yeah. people in the NBA. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Barnes would have been telling scouts like, "Hey, this boy's top twenty-five pick." Mm-hmm. <laughs> this boy is uh he's reminiscent of tj ford, ford yeah <laughs> no no injury problem <laughs> <laughs> yeah but uh what do you got I, I guess we'll just wrap it up here but do you guys have any closing thoughts at all like on the nba season on this draft anything you want to at least leave it off with i would uh i would like to do one more question i know okay. it's extremely early let's do it but uh one word answer. Who's your NBA champ at this time? Oh year? man! Uh-huh. I know free agency hasn't even hit. Oh yet. boy! Ah! I'm gonna take Golden State coming back. Okay. Um, I'm a hundred percent on these pre- predictions so far, so I'm hesitant, but <laughs> I'm gonna say it: Oklahoma City Thunder. Hmm. Okay. I'm gonna go Cavs. Okay. Oh, the repeat. I mean, I mean unbiased. I, I really do. <laughs> I know you're gonna laugh. I know you're gonna laugh. But um, I think this championship. Of course, if they had lost this year, I wouldn't. This wouldn't be my, my prediction. They won this year, and Kyrie, uh, only 24 years old, played some of the best, uh, the best basketball of his career, and I mean. He has the mo, and big mo, <laughs> and, and I think he will carry that throughout the season. And of course, you got Braun, of course, and um, I, I think I think the Cavs repeat. Okay, man. Well, it's a, t- it's a tough uh, question. Though. It's a tough. It question. is. I know we haven't even had free agency. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, if I didn't, I, I, I think it's the Cavs versus OKC is my my prediction. Mm-hmm. Cavs over OKC. So I, I'm not even mad at George's prediction. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not mad at any of y'all's picks actually. But um, man, it's a tough pick. All right. Well, my pick really is contingent on whether this player comes back or not. And if this player doesn't come back then I don't think this team has a shot at all to win it. But this I'm going to go with the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, Psych! No, let's talk about the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, uh, Chandler, Chandler Parsons MVP. Chandler Parsons <laughs> I love my Mavs, man. At the same time, no, um, the team I'm actually talking about are the San Antonio Spurs. They were my pick before the season to actually win the NBA championship because of what I thought they would at least be able to do as a unit. But I think the major the major cog on them winning, I think they need Tim Duncan back. 
And if he decides to retire this year, I don't think they win a championship next year. And honestly, it takes him a little bit of time to even do it because I think Kawhi still has a lot of growing up to do. I think LaMarcus showed at least uh, a little bit of growth in certain spots and especially what he was able to do to the Thunders in their series. But he has to improve on his defense and also on his concentration a little bit. So if Tim Duncan isn't there for the veteran leadership, I don't see them doing it. But if Tim Duncan decides to return for one more year, the final year of his option contract, I'm going to go with the Spurs. I'm, I'm re- I've become a really big uh, a really big proponent on how they play, especially ever since living in Austin and like being by a bunch of SA fans over there and a bunch of Spurs fans and stuff and just taking in how they play because, I mean, it's, it's my team's main rival and I, I have a disdain for them like just growing up. But at the same time, like I respect how they play. I respect Popovich. I respect how exactly how they go about their business. So I think they're in it every single year to win a championship. So I'm uh, I'm gonna go with the Spurs. I would like to say, Chi, thanks for having me on, man. It was a it was a blast chopping it up with you guys. Absolutely, bro. Anytime. That's, I'm glad we were finally able to make this happen. You're able to get on here for sure because we'd already been shooting ideas uh, like for episodes and. Just getting this whole thing going, though. And, of course, Blade, George, appreciate y'all coming on as well, man. Glad to have y'all back on for sure. But, yeah, any anything else y'all want to say, or are we going to go ahead and end this out? I I, I just want to say one more thing. Uh, we got to do this again post-free agency. Yeah. And, <laughs> and preseason so that we can make proper picks. You know what I'm saying? True. <laughs> George just wants to protect his record. I see <laughs> i'm mad at you george yeah no no we will um but what the free agency stuff starts in about a week i guess from now and it'll probably be july one right yeah yeah july 1st so um it'll start that day and i'm sure like a bunch of big free agent stuff will probably happen even on that day and then uh, a little bit off so as soon as it starts to really die down we can definitely get in another episode and at least give a recap on that and see how that'll probably end up playing, especially with these these draft prospects that have gotten taken tonight, too. But, yeah. Um, hey, G, I got, I got one uh, one shout-out from our boy, uh, Jay Boogie. <laughs> what Jason got to say? He just messaged me. He said, uh, said shout-out Derek, no, Derek Rose, the newest <laughs> New York Nick, and shout-out the city of Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to give, give one last shout-out. Okay. Uh, shout out to the guy that really deserved the championship. Our favorite player, whether we know it or not, at Blake. J.R. Smith? J.R. Smith. J.R. Swish, 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 swish. Pipe, 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 pipe. Swish. I'm balling. I'm so awesome. I got one more. I got one more from Jay Boogie. What's happening? He says, uh, shout out future rookie of the year, Denzel Valentine. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> Dude, so during game seven to open the second half, I was sitting here with one of my buddies, and I was like, Dude, we need JR to get hot. Sure enough. He did it. Sure Eight points. Enough. Eight points. Let's go. Third quarter, man. That boy came alive uh, a little bit, and then he just he went back to his corner for a little bit, but at least it was enough to get them going, though. Amen. Well, it's been fun, boys. But Absolutely. Uh, good night from the 210. <laughs> Hope to see y'all soon. Absolutely. But yeah, I'm going to close it out here. Uh, thank you guys for listening. This is What's the World. All right. Y'all take care. Peace. Take it easy, man. Yeah.